Welcome everyone to Just Crypto. Uh, my name is Vanessa and we have a wonderful show today. Uh, we're going to dig into stable swaps. We're going to learn about AshSwap and the first stable swap uh, protocol that's coming to Multiverse X. As you all know, uh, Just Crypto is all about honest conversations with creators, builders, artists within the crypto community. Uh, and our purpose here is to elevate the humanity behind those who are driving our community forward. Uh, so today I am blessed to be joined by Neil. Neil is the founder and the CEO of AshSwap. Uh, Neil, welcome. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you for having me. And uh, hello to everybody. Yeah, welcome to everyone in chat. And, and you know, as, as you all know, it's a, a great place to also ask questions. So just a quick shout out to Cridel2017. Good afternoon. Welcome. Uh, Fantastico. Hello. It's great to have you here. If you are on chat and uh, just give us a, a shout out. Hi, we'd love to know who's here and who's available. And as we go through the conversation, uh, if you have any questions for Neil, it's definitely a good place to ask. Um, as, as always, just to remind you that nothing we talk about here is financial advice. Uh, please just consider it as education and entertainment. If you are looking financial advice, please find a qualified financial advisor. Uh, neither Neil nor myself fit that category. <laughs> uh, and so just a couple of other welcomes to, to Nat, um, Jean Noel, welcome. Um, and to Derek, great to have you here. Um, so let's go ahead and get started, Neil. Uh, you know, as we always do, would love to learn a bit more about your journey into crypto. How did you discover crypto? How did you discover Multiverse X? Uh, okay, so I, I knew about crypto quite late, though. Um, it was after the crash in 2018. One of my colleague, um, colleague friends, he introduced me to Bitcoin and how to trade on Binance and stuff. So I didn't understand anything about crypto or finance or anything related to crypto back then. I just, I just knew that there was, that there are some coins that you can trade. That's it. Um, so I traded. I think I had $200 in, in my trade, trading account. Uh, I lost half of it. And then I, okay, I told myself, okay, it wasn't for me. <laughs> so I, I quit. Um, at the time I was graduating from college. I, I was majored in pharma pharmacy, actually. Um, so nothing related to crypto again. But I didn't quite like it. So I, I decided outside, uh, after graduation, I went on to become a software developer. Uh, you know, doing web development and stuff. Um, so I quite, I was quite fascinated by technology in general. Um, computer science, uh, it was like the whole new start for me uh, from, from, from the zero again. So I worked um, in software development for a few years and then I, I picked up some financial knowledge, just a little bit. I'm not, no expert now. So no financial advice. But I, and then I, I understood a little bit of finance. Now, I also had some like, programming knowledge. Those two subjects, I was trying to figure out my sort of my my goal in life, what I wanted to do in, with my life. Then, so those two subjects stood out. Okay, so I was figuring, okay, uh, I like programming, I like finance. What can I do with it? With them, actually. Uh, and I had no like, formal degree in any of those two subjects. So it was, I, I was asking myself, okay, what, what could I do with it? I can use those two, uh, the knowledge in those two fields and also um, something that allows me to, uh, to work without a formal degree. And I, go, and I, and I remember uh, blockchain again. Um, back in 2018, 20, 
17, there was no financial application on blockchain, right? You you, you can just like, transfer the coins around, the coins around. Uh, but then 2019, 2020, okay, DeFi came up, right? So was so fascinated by it. Okay, you can do a lot of stuff now. You can trade, you can lend, you can borrow, you can do a lot of stuff with it. So I started digging a little bit more, and then I decided to go full time in crypto in 2021, early 2021. At first, as a, as a sort of analyst, I investigated projects, um, learned how tokenomics works, and how how you can build up a, an ecosystem. What is the pieces that you needed to, to bootstrap a um, a blockchain ecosystem, so to speak, and then uh, like that for uh, a year or so, and then at the end of twenty twenty one, I. Um, I stumped upon uh, Aaron. I think I, I knew Aaron. I heard first time about Aaron in in May or in June 2021 uh, during the bull market, where you was constantly looking for new projects to invest in. Uh, well, Aaron was quite new that at that time. There was no application on it. But in I think in November, um, the the launch of my exchange. So I thought, okay. This is start for this uh, ecosystem. Maybe I can try to investigate a little bit to see if there's any opportunity for me to, to build something in this ecosystem. So the more I investigate, uh, the more I investigated, the more the more I was intrigued by it. Uh, the technology, the team, um, the community as well. Uh, we have to admit that the, the multiverse X, uh, ecosystem has uh, the most enthusiastic uh, community members. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> And so I I liked uh, the ecosystem, and I saw that it was missing something. So I decided, okay, there was a um, there, there was an exchange exchange, but there was no stable swap, and we we were quite well versed in in DeFi and AMMs in general, and so we decided to build build a swap as a, the first uh, stable swap as we all know it. Awesome. So, so I mean, how did that that work as far as connecting with the Multiverse X team? Did you, you know, start building and get a connection with Benjamin and team, or, or you know, what does that look like? Yeah, that was uh, quite funny though, because we, I, I came from a background, weird background, right? So I didn't, I didn't have any prior connections within the space, like n nothing at all. So uh, we built for two months. We have our first prototype. And then we applied for um, the my launchpad back then. There was the, that was before Holoride. Yeah, so we didn't have any answer for like a few weeks. So I I, I decided okay, I want to text every single community manager <laughs> <laughs> in DM. Um, so Sever uh, replied to my, my my message, and he introduced me to the BD team of um, Multiverse X. So they, they they took a look at our uh, application and they, they said no. Oh. <laughs> and then um, I think two months later, we kept building though for, for those two months and we had a more complete version of Ashwa. So I went to the Binance Blockchain Week in Dubai. And then I met a team over there. Um, and then I just like try to get to know like, every everyone in the 
Aeron ecosystem back then uh, at the event. And then one thing led to another, and then we, we got onto the, the Maya launch path. You, you know, I just love your, your story of resilience and grit uh, through the whole the whole thing. It's like you didn't let any single uh, roadblock stop you. Like, I'm going to DM every single community manager person. You, know, <laughs> you don't have a degree, but you're going to go ahead and learn how to work it anyway. That's fantastic. Um, so, you know, really honored that, that you, you've kind of chosen Multiverse X and that you're here building. Tell us a bit about AshSwap. What is AshSwap? What problems does it solve? Yeah, like I, like I said earlier, that... Uh, one of the biggest problems with, I think, prior to Curve Finance, there was only, I think, first Uniswap and SushiSwap. We are talking about uh, the, the Ethereum uh, ecosystem, right? And there was no exchange for people to trade between stablecoins efficiently. Right? The, um, if you trade on Uniswap or SushiSwap, the slippage just kills you. Uh, so the, the founder, Curve, they came up with this brilliant uh, algorithm for assets that are that have quite similar prices and when when curve was launched it opened a whole new avenue for uh, more types of tokens uh, to have efficient markets to trade uh, first stable coins right you need to trade between stable coins with less slippage because it's like i wrote in the light paper it's it, it is unacceptable to trade one GCC and only receive like 0 0.9 um, BUSD, for example. So you need yeah, some efficient uh, trading. And that's just the beginning. Um, the one step further is that you allow um, builders to issue assets that have that are packed to one another. That let's let's talk about an example. Uh, one of the most trivial uh, case, cases for, for this type of token is liquid stacking. Now on the, in the multiverse ecosystem, you have, I know personally, a few projects that are trying to do liquid stacking. So when you do liquid stacking, you stack e-gold and you get, let's say, um, X e-gold. This is a red representation of the ego stacked with the validator, right? So um, the prices of those two to tokens and coins um, must be close to one another, uh, factoring in like needs and trade um, liquidity and stuff, but should be close, right? One, one. And then if there's no stable swap, then those, those tokens do not have any um, markets to to trade and then there's no liquidity and people have no reason to to issue those, to those tokens so i i see stable swap is a building block on on top of it a lot more a lot more projects and a lot more ideas can be can be implemented awesome so there's a couple of concepts and you know we've got people watching who have all varying different degrees of experience with with crypto and amms and 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 all of that and so i'd love if you could unpack a little bit more just to explain for folks what is slippage uh, slippage is okay let's say you have a token a um that's worth 10 us usd all right um so one token a equals 10 usd uh, normally, if there's no slippage, you can always trade one token A with 10 USD. Uh, but for example, if you trade on an, an AMM, 
auto market maker uh, with a auto market maker if you trade a large volume when there's not enough liquidity sometimes you get less than that let's say you have you, know, you get only a 1a to only 9 usd because there's 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 not enough liquidity then the slippage is 10 percent that's the slippage basically that's the deviation from the actual price from the the market price not not the market price but the true price let's put it like that got it yeah so if you if you were trying to trade USDC for BUSD uh, you wouldn't be happy accepting 90 cents for your 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 dollar uh, it's, it's not something not, that's yeah. going to work out um so you mentioned kind of capital efficiency as well as, as something can you expand a bit upon uh, what makes the uh, stable swap more capital efficient than say you know uniswap or sushi swap or even you know the x exchange well, it's, it's a difference between the algorithms, right? Let's say um, for the same amount of tokens in the liquidity pool, say a thousand and a thousand, um, USDC and USDT. Uh, it, if we use the algorithm of X exchange, which is the same as sushi swap and Uniswap, um, you if you put in, let's say 10 USDC, you, you're going to get much less than 10 USDT out. It's just how the algorithm works, right? You put in something, you get out something. Uh, but with the same amount of tokens, uh, with Ashwap, you can expect a much more, um, much less slippage, much like smaller slippage. Let's say um, our simulations for certain configurations, that it can be 10 times more uh, efficient than the normal um, like algorithm used by X exchange or Uniswap. It's not those algorithms are bad, but those are were not designed for trading between similarly priced assets. Awesome, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I, you know, I'm curious. I know Uniswap has continued to evolve, and uh, Uniswap v v three has something called concentrated liquidity. Um, I'm wondering how sort of Curve's algorithm and the algorithm that you're using for AshSwap, for StableSwap, differs from what Uniswap is doing with concentrated liquidity. It seems to be targeting a similar problem. Yeah, this, this is getting a little bit technical, <laughs> right? Um, let me try to, uh, to put it in a simpler term. Okay, so the Uniswap V3, um, they, it's the same concept of concentrated liquidity, right? Um, but Uniswap V3, uh, they allow you to, to concentrate your liquidity as you want to at any prices. Okay, if you decide to concentrate your liquidity um, with the pair like ETH and USCC, at 2000, then any trade happens between um, around that, 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 amount, that price will use your liquidity. And if, if the price falls outside of that range, then your liquidity is not usable anymore. So it, it only works around like within that range. Uh, with, the, with the algorithm um, used by Ashwa, it it makes the the prices of stablecoins, let's say, um, 
goes around one. Hmm. But it also uh, allows liquidity to, uh, to spread out to other, um, let's say that you have liquidity at all times instead of having only a tiny uh, range of price. Oh, Does brilliant. Thank sense? you. Yeah, that makes sense to me. And, you know, if other folks have questions, uh, I know we're digging a little bit deep technically. Let's bubble up for a second. Let's talk a little bit about um, the, the launch of AshSwap and what's coming up. And maybe you could share, you, you know, some timeframes, what, what's, what's launching when, uh, how folks can, can, you know, stay involved in what you're doing. Yeah, of course. Um, so I think we will have a, uh, the official announcement tomorrow, um, February the 3rd which detail timeline, but I can sort of tease you right now. Uh, so the official launch date is on the 17th of February. We will launch the DAO a few days earlier so people can start voting. The people who have already stacked ASH to, to get VE ASH using our, uh, to join our reward pool, or the 2 million ASH pool that you might know. Um, those people can start voting and they vote for the results that will be used to distribute ash tokens in the liquidity mining program. So we will have two pre-pools at the launch. We have uh, the stablecoin pool with USDT, USDC and BUSD and two volatile pools with ash USDT and Eagle BUSD. So those pre-pools, uh, if a pool gets more vote, then more ash will flow to that pool. You get what I mean? So we allow yeah, so people to, yeah, uh, to vote first to decide that before the launch of the pools. And then on the 17th, we will launch the pools, launch the farm, and then people can start using AshWap. Awesome. So, so the, the um, request for folks is if you're wanting to get engaged, there'll be an announcement coming tomorrow with all the details on how you can vote your, your tokens. Um, and uh, this is interesting to me that you're, you're doing kind of voting for incentives. I've heard of something called the curve wars, where people basically try to accumulate governance tokens to shift the incentives into different different spots. Is this a similar kind of concept? Yes, exactly. Um, so as you know, that uh, if a pool gets more votes, the more ash reward that pool will get, right? So for people who want to bootstrap their protocol, let's say liquid staking, you have like multiple projects trying to compete for the same amount of e-gold, and you they have the pools on Ashwa, they will want people to to vote for that pool, to deepen the liquidity in that pool, uh, so they can bribe users, reward users, um, but by the vote, vote of users, uh, things like that. And then they, as they compete to each other, um, Ash will, be, uh, will become a needed asset. And, and that's what we want. Awesome, awesome. So let's talk a little bit more about the utility of Ash um, and, and how the, the process works to get government, governance tokens. If you could give us an overview of that. Okay, so Ash serves as the entry uh, of everything on AshWap. So the, um, I think the main thing that you can do with Ash is you stack Ash and lock it for an amount ranging from one week to four years. And the longer you lock, <laughs> the, the, the more VE Ash you get, similar to the energy and it's exchange. So when you have VE Ash, you can be 
entitled for 50% of the trading fees across all pools, not just one pool, but all pools on Ashwap. So it's sort of like a, a shareholder structure, but with VEASH, only if you lock. If you hold ASH, you, you cannot have that uh, benefit. Uh, so you earn part of the trading fees, and then you can boost the yield in your farms up to 250%. And you can vote to, to determine the, the ratio, the dis distribution ratio of the of the farms. And awesome. once you have the voting power, people will bribe you for that vote and that extra <laughs> yield on top. Awesome. So, so the idea is that you, you can hold it, you're getting a share of the revenues coming through the protocol, you can use it to vote, which may have other revenue opportunities. And it also gives you a yield boost, perhaps as folks may be familiar with energy on the X exchange gives you a kind of a, a yield boost. Um, is is VASH something that can be traded? Like, will there be a VASH pool where I can just come and buy VASH? Mm, no, not really. VASH is not a token. It's just a record um, in a smart contract where we, we use that number to uh, calculate a lot, of, a lot of things, but it's not a token and you cannot trade it. Ah, oh, very interesting. So the only way to get it is to buy ash and then to, to lock that ash. And what happens if you unlock your, your, your ash or the, the lock expires? Do you lose all the V ash? No, no. Uh, then yeah, you lose your, all your V ash. Your, your V ash will decrease over time, right? You lock it up to four years and every second goes by. Uh, your VH will decrease a little bit until it gets to zero. And then you can withdraw your ash back. Oh, very interesting. So it's a similar sort of concept exactly to the to the energy. And you can you can renew it over time, like on the X exchange. Yeah, of course. Awesome. So you mentioned there'll be a, a couple um LPs that, that that are starting. Can you remind us just which LPs will be initially and perhaps which you, you see coming shortly after launch? Uh, right at the launch, we will have like three pools. Um, the stablecoin pool, like BUSD, USDC, um, and USDT. Uh, this is stablecoin, so there will be almost no uh, impermanent loss, right? But the trading fee will be low. Um, if you consider a, a low risk, low return uh, strategy, yeah. then that might, be, that, that might suit your need. Uh, but if you want to uh, explore a little bit, uh, try to, you know, let's speculate a little bit. And we have two more pools. The first is Ego with BUSD and also uh, Ash with USDC. Awesome. So those, those three pools, are there other ones that uh, you see coming soon or conversations you can share with, with people on, on different kinds of tokens? Uh, one thing that I can, I know quite, quite well is that we are uh, we are partners with Hatem protocol and they are building this liquid staking um, product so once they they are ready uh, to launch on mainnet that token will be listed on ashwap okay fantastic and and as you mentioned the, you know having the um capital efficiency for assets that are very close in price like the liquid staking derivative ashwap is a perfect algorithm for that exactly yeah Awesome, awesome. Now, I, I, I love kind of the way you're, you're um, kind of slowly building out. I am curious, though, I don't believe, and you can correct me, that we have BUSD or USDT today on Multiverse X. Uh, how is that coming into the ecosystem? Are you bridging it yourself? Is there another bridge that's available? Um, I think the, the bridge will be open. 
before before the launch of Ashrop. With um, oh, nice. I think people I think people have seen the testing of it uh, when we we try to bridge it over um, from Ethereum. So yeah, it, it will be open for people to use. That's great. So more stable coins coming to Multiverse X. Uh, just wanted to take a, a quick pause and just shout out to folks who are in chat here. Um, welcome to Stefan uh, from Multiguys. Um, earn money. Welcome from Algeria. Great to have you here. Uh, I apologize. I'm not able to pronounce your name. Dubray Dan, everyone. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, M4X1 M9. Hello from France. Welcome. Um, Santosh, I'm not 100% sure uh, what your comment refers to if you wanted to update it here um, but maybe we could talk about whether um, Neil you're planning any sort of airdrops or anything like that for the community I, I wouldn't say that we will have for sure but that's always um, a part of our plan to, to reward the community especially with the people who have been with us since the beginning testnet like those early days but I, I, I don't want to give a concrete timeline or any specifics at the moment. Awesome. I think that's fair. And I think it's it's kind of a very crypto thing to do is people help out with protocols. And then at some point, uh, you know, some protocols decide that to reward folks. Um, yeah. Now, I know we were talking just before the show and you mentioned that originally you all had plans for a stable coin, but those plans have changed dramatically. Uh, and so I'm curious... Uh, you know, if you could share just a little bit, like what the original plans were, what caused the change, and kind of where you are right now. Yeah, so the stablecoin, right? Now, our AOC, uh, which which we wrote about quite extensively on uh, now light paper, um, but that light paper was written, I think, in twenty twenty at the end of twenty twenty one when we started building, and since then a lot of things have happened with the. Um, the two, I think, the two most uh, significant events was uh, were the crash of Luna, um, the biggest algor algorithm stablecoin, and also with the censor censorship of the U.S. government uh, with the Tornado Cash um, USDC. So those two events really struck us as um, as risks uh, of people using algorithmic stablecoin so uh, we we are we're still trying to figure out a way uh, that is safer and also more future proof so we we, we might need to private in one way or not to or another uh, to, to make sure that we don't fall into those steps yeah i think that's very wise you know i think looking to see what's what's happening in the industry um and then adjusting plans um, it sounds like, you know, nothing that you can share right now, just that it's still under investigation, but folks shouldn't expect uh, from what was talked about in the light paper, a similar thing to come anytime soon. Yeah, that, that's all. That's always in our um, R&D pipeline. Got it, got it. And Santosh, thanks for um, clarifying. I think, so we have answered this, which is uh, not yet confirmed, but uh, stay tuned. There, there, there may be some some details there. And if you all have any questions for, for Neil, please feel free to pop them in chat. We, we will have some time to talk about that. Uh, Arslan, hello, welcome. Uh, great to have you here on the show as well. Um, so I, I know that you're working very closely with Hatam Protocol. Are there other projects within the Multiverse X ecosystem that you're also working closely with? I think I want to pay also a little bit of... Um... Uh, appreciation for uh, Easter Revision, 
Um, the guys have been with us uh, since the very early days. I mean, like two months after we popped up yeah. or three months after we popped up within the ecosystem, uh, they reached out and have helped us along the way. Uh, they're also our investor. Uh, so now they're working with, uh, they're building this entity um, project that provided like tons of useful tools and also a, a launch part is coming. I think, don't don't hold me to my word, okay? I'm not speaking on, on their behalf, but I think they... Um, they're trying to uh, launch a lot of DeFi projects, and those projects will, I think, in one way or another, will will become partners of Ashwap, and then we can uh, join forces and build up um, this ecosystem, the DeFi, awesome. especially DeFi. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's great to have that connection with someone who is, uh, you know, bringing new DeFi projects on board, perhaps through their launchpad, uh, who who likely will need stable stable coins in some sense. Yeah. Exactly. And of course, of course, it, it would be a mistake to <laughs> to forget NFT projects, right? Uh, so um, I'm not an NFT guy. Okay? <laughs> I think I own one or two NFTs that I bought for my profile picture back then. But like when we got to this ecosystem, it was, oh, wow. <laughs> like people are really um, crazy about NFTs. Uh, so throughout the community meetups, you know, X day. And we got to know a lot of like NFT projects as well. And um, we also trying to figure out a way for Ashwap to be involved in that, in that uh, narrative, not like directly like, issue NFT just for fun, but uh, how we can fit into that picture how we can integrate um, uh, with NFT projects or help them uh, financially, not only like investing, but uh, to provide a, f a financial infrastructure to for them to be on top of it. That's very interesting because I know a lot of the NFT projects in the Multiverse X, uh, owning the NFT gets you a share of some rewards, whether it used to be farming rewards or something else. So yeah, there might be a, an interesting play there with some of the projects. Um, uh, is it appropriate if I say, if you are an NFT project who's listening, uh, reach out to Neil and see if there's a conversation worth having. Yeah, uh, always open. Um I talk to a lot of NFT projects now. That, uh, that's something I didn't expect. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So maybe one day we'll get you to be an NFT guy. Um, do you have yeah. a fav favorite NFT project in the Multiverse X ecosystem? I'd rather not say that. <laughs> <laughs> very, very wise. That question is often an, a test of wisdom. Um, and you pass it. <laughs> um, Thank you. Now you're you're starting um you, you know you're starting a multiverse X. Are there any plans to take AshSwap cross chain, or is it just too early to even think about that? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's too early, especially when there are a lot of things to build uh, within the, eco the multiverse X ecosystem. Uh, we want to at least, I mean, before we think of anything else, uh, we really want to build up this ecosystem to at least on par uh, with others. And then so we, after that, we, we might think further. Yeah. So for the launch that's coming up um, soon, uh, what is the team looking for as far as success criteria? Like what would, what would be successful for you uh, as far as a launch? I think the first thing that we are trying to make sure that we have raised enough, not really raised, but sort of 
uh, have enough liquidity to to make the the markets a little bit uh, more efficient, so people can trade between their tokens on Ashwap without like huge slippage, like yeah. like we discussed earlier. Um, and the most important thing for for us is uh, user experience. We don't want users to experience and you know. Uh, slow transactions, you know, crash and all that. So if the, um, I think the, the response from the community is the most important for us. Okay, the market is efficient. Uh, the experience is nice. And that that's what we are looking for. Awesome. How can the community... Also rewards. <laughs> uh, to, to unpack rewards a little bit more. I'm sorry? Uh, what did you mean when you said also rewards? Okay, I mean, like to reward the community to become LP, you know, to so stack cash and all that. Okay, um, so perfect. We want yeah. to have, have like a nice APR, APY, things like that. Um, so, what's the best way for someone who's who's watching to to get started and learn about um, Ashop? Is there a Discord or a Twitter? Like, where would you want to send people? I think our Discord or Telegram groups are very active. Uh, you can ask questions in there, the community uh, managers um, are always there, I think they 24-7, uh, answer any questions. If you want to learn more about Ashwap, maybe take a look at our docs. Um, you can go to ashwap.io, I think, scroll a little bit down, you can see the documentation page. Uh, we have series of like DeFi 101, I think, and another series about um, deeper, or the deep dives into the, the concepts of Stable swap and Ashwap. Awesome, perfect. So, you know, if you're watching this a little bit after, I'm going to go ahead and take some of these links that Neil mentioned, and they'll be in the description uh, down below in just a little bit. So, yeah. um, Neil, is there anything else that you would like to share uh, with the community or any other topic that you'd like to bring up? I think one thing that we can uh, expand a little bit more is um, is uh, this is a little bit, this is new, this, this is not available on DevNet yet. Uh, but as you um, are aware that we are launching two volatile pools, the Eagle um, BUSD and, um, and Ash USDT, right? And so those two pools can be um, counterintuitive at first, but I encourage um, users to help us test it on DevNet. I think we will launch it sometime next week. Uh, all the testing internally ha uh, has been has been good so far, but we also want to um, get users to try it real on on DevNet, so to, we can see um, how they use it, and any feedback from that would be would be very awesome. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, yeah. Um, pop into the Discord, learn a bit more. There's a DevNet and one, one, oh, well, Yeah, I forgot this. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and no worries. And also the DAO. Um, DAO as well. DAO is also the concept of like decentralization and voting um, is interesting, right? But it only works if the community is knowledgeable about what they are voting for. Um, and so before the launch, I would like users to try it out again and also um, learn to understand what, what are the, the implications of your vote, that would be awesome. Yeah, I think the 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 I guess the upside with 
decentralized governance is that everyone gets a say, uh, but the downside is that everyone now has a responsibility as well to be a, yeah. a good citizen within the DAO and, and, and to vote with knowledge. I think that's a really good call out. Um, we have a, a question here from, from Adrian. Uh, welcome. Um, and he's, he's asking, what would be the flow if he traveled abroad and he used XPortal for stable swaps to use it on the upcoming uh, card that they're launching? I don't know if you've thought about that. It seems like that's chaining together a lot of different features. Well, I assume the question is, can he use XPortal? to swap between stable coins and then use it with the card provided by Xportal. Yeah, that's my, my assumption as well. And Adrian, correct correct if we're, we're wrong in that, that assumption. Yeah, if that's the case, um, one of the things that we are trying to do is to launch Ashwa and Mainnet first. And then um, we also want the Xportal app, app to integrate Ashwa as well. Um, now, because on X-Exchange, you don't have stable pool. So if that if that happens, it would be nice. We are we're trying to um, to make that happen, uh, so to speak. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's a lot lot more friendly to just have a single app and have it, you know, figure out which kind of LPs and which algorithms and which DApps to use to to perform the swap, rather than having the user have to go to every single site to figure it out. Yeah, I think the the user experience is it definitely needs some breakthrough over there. But you, you cannot expect users to know everything that I, I talked in the live stream. They just want, they just want to use it, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think it was Lucian who was saying, you know, the X exchange might look complicated, but the intention isn't is that most people don't use it. Most people just use X portal and they swap and they get their assets and they don't even have to worry about all the great work that you've done. You know, for example, an Ash swap to ensure that you can swap between BUSD and USDC without slippage. Like that should just be, <laughs> they don't have to worry about that. Yeah, we're happy to do that though. Um, we're happy to stay uh, at the, in the background doing stuff behind the scenes and then abstract that from users and they can just have a good experience. Yeah, I was talking that's to... That's also to what, some... what we aim for. No? Yeah, I mean, that, that's fantastic, right? Ultimately, the end user has that experience. I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, yeah, it's a little bit complicated. I'm like, yeah, you also don't go and market make on Wall Street. You just go and buy stocks. So it's a very similar aspect to it. Yeah. Um, so I think we've we've uh, covered everything that uh, you know I would like to cover. I think you've given some great information for the community. Uh, you know, please go ahead and check out AshSwap if it's something interesting. Um, um, sorry, just looking. There might be a question coming through here. Let's see. So I'm saying hello from Algeria. Welcome from Algeria. Uh, variations of prices on VAsh form staking. Um, let's see about the subject of mainnet because I know that now on DevNet, so that the Ash stake every day from the faucet will be considered on launch. I guess this is asking uh, if you get anything on DevNet from the DevNet faucet, will that in any way give you mainnet tokens? Uh, I don't think we we will convert things from DevNet. Those uh, those are uh, for testing. But there's one thing that you can do on DevNet and earn something on mainnet, which is the Ash Point program, which is brilliantly done by uh, our marketing team that you have this um, system of quests or, um, you know, let's say, yeah, let, let's call them quests that you can do every day or um, spe specific steps that you need to follow to earn some ash points. And those ash points will be converted 
uh, when we launch a mainnet. And those hash points can be used as a ranking uh, system for further um, development. I mean, like, you can get something out of it. I wouldn't say airdrop, but potentially. Yeah. Um, you can maybe get some alpha uh, to join testing programs before anyone else, things like that. That's what the hash point is for. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I think it's it's very unusual to have any DevNet tokens convert over to mainnet, but something like you say, you know, do some quests and, and you'll get something. That makes a lot of sense. We have a question here from Fantastico, and um, they're wondering, are there other protocols outside of Multiverse X that you're talking with for a collaboration? And Well, maybe it's too early to even mention that. Yeah, I mean, we, we do not have official announcement of anything uh, like this yet because we still want to focus within the ecosystem. But on the, the partnership side, we have a lot of projects we are talking to outside of the ecosystem for potential collaboration and also exchanging ideas, you know, helping each other. Um, yes, but mm, not like, uh, okay, we're going to integrate that project. That's a whole different story. Awesome. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so for everyone, thank you for, for, for joining us. Neil, thank you for spending time with us and sharing a little bit more about AshSwap. I wish you best of luck on your launch that's that's coming up shortly. Um, if you all have been following along so far and enjoy content like this, please uh, you know pop a like and subscribe. Do all the YouTube things. Uh, it very much helps us defeat the YouTube algorithm, which is the big bugbear out there. <laughs> so that would be great. I'll give you a um, like. <laughs> thank you, Neil. <laughs> everyone on AshSwap, please also give a like. It's uh, yeah. Be, did we sign a contract for the show? No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. And I will see you again soon. Cheers. Uh, thank you, Vanessa. Uh, thank you, everybody.